Welcome to the Shuffle Curious Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lynch. Have you ever seen an amazing shuffler at a show or festival and wondered, how did they get started? How did they develop their skills? And who are they beyond the dance floor? Well, that's exactly what we're exploring in the show. We'll dive into the personal experiences of the dancers that make up our beloved community. We'll be learning more about who they are and what makes this dance so special to them. So with that, Let's jump into the show and let's get curious together. Hello, all my Shuffle Curiosities. This is episode six of the Shuffle Curious podcast. And in this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Miguel Reyes, also known as Migs. And in this episode, it was very clear um, just by, you know, how Migs was describing his journey, um, how consistent he's been in working on his craft and engaging with the shuffle community in a meaningful way. And he's very much an OG. He has a lot of knowledge to impart on all of us, you know, after over a decade of, you know, going through this and, you know, taking on these, the rigors of learning shuffling. But it's very clear that he has committed to, you know, teaching, instructing, um, showing newer shufflers uh, the way, so to speak. And it was super amazing for him to be here in Denver for a couple days and visit uh, because we, we just felt very spoiled. He taught two classes. He didn't let up on any opportunities to come and sesh with us at all of our favorite places to dance. And, you know, he was super busy when he was here, but, you know, still made time for the podcast to get on here and have a conversation. So, you know, he was very, very present um, with our local community. And I know for a fact that he's been that way with uh, the rest of the communities that he's visited as well. So I really enjoyed my conversation with him. I really hope you guys uh, do as well. So without further ado, this is my conversation with Miguel Reyes, also known as Migs. Migs, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome, man. How uh, how has your uh, trip to Denver been? It's been good so far. Um, having a good time with the Denver shuffle community out here. I had a good time last night. Shout out to DD for inviting me out to to see her play. It was fun. And you also you hit the uh, church nightclub as well, right, Paul Van Dyke? Yeah, yeah. It's my first time out there in that venue. Super nice venue. I was blown away when i got inside i was like wow this is crazy it's a church it's a cool aesthetic <laughs> right yeah yeah it's like a repurposed church and you know just everyone getting down to some edm yeah paul van dyke killed it it was, it was dope awesome man well i'm so glad that you could join me um and in, in having this conversation um i had first heard about you um when i saw my friend uh, my friends raven and london doing a uh, virtual lesson with you. They were at Cheeseman Park. We were all just, you know, sessioning and chilling and they kind of pulled themselves off to the side and were doing a, a lesson on their on their phone oh, with you. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'd asked them later, I was like, you know, what, what was all that about? And they're like, this, this was our friend, you know, Migs, and he was teaching us some, uh, some moss. And um, at this time, 
I was still very, I was still very fresh, you know, to the, uh, to just shuffling in general. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what Moss is. <laughs> and, um, so it was just, it was a little bit of a curiosity, a curiosity to me. And it kind of just stuck with me. You know, I didn't do anything with that information, but, you know, I looked you up on Instagram and, and, yeah. you know, kind of saw what that was all about. And, um, so I've, just kind of kept up with your with your whereabouts and you know uh recently i saw that you were coming to denver and and whatnot and uh, i i wanted to uh connect with you so i asked uh raven if she could make a kind of like a warm intro yeah and um you were gracious enough to uh to um you know come onto the podcast and just talk a little bit about your experience so um it'll be cool to uh take your class tonight It'll be cool to sesh with you tomorrow at, at Cheeseman. Yeah. And, you know, I just got word that you'll be here for a little bit longer. So, you know, hopefully we can we can kick it uh, after class and, you know, into the week as well. Right. And, uh, and just get to know you a little bit better. So um, I've heard so many great things about you, you know, along the way. And so it's a pleasure to just get to spend some time with you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it means a lot. Uh, Raven and London are really good friends of mine, and uh, right now they're at Cross. They're having a good time out there. You know, I just love those people, my friends. You know, and um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to spending a few more days out here and connecting with you guys from Denver. You know, it's, it's a cool opportunity. Yeah. What uh, What made you extend your trip, if you don't mind me asking? Well. Uh, London and Raven are going to be in Cali right now till Monday. And it, it sucks. We didn't get to spend much time. And, and it so happens that Tori's going to be out here. She's coming out here tomorrow. She's uh, They have plans for moving out here to Denver. So they're going to be spending some days out here. So I just decided um, to extend my stay so we can all hang out and just vibe and connect more and have a good time you know and then uh me and tori decided to do a class on tuesday out here in denver we did a class out in austin like two weeks ago and that went pretty well it was her first class doing a choreo just her first class teaching shuffling and she had a really good time and we decided to do it again and we're gonna have one out here in denver so that's awesome nice man yeah uh sounds like a lot of your Friends are out here. Any <laughs> any inclination to uh, to make a move? Uh, I, I, LA is my home, you know. Like I I love being out there in Cali. Uh, I don't like the cold, <laughs> so Denver is like it's really cold out here, you know. So I'm good. I'm good in Cali. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Got it. I just have to be the poster child for for Denver and try and recruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I, uh, I just want to get a little bit into your background. So um, if you could tell the listeners maybe a little bit about you, you know, um, you said you're from L.A., you know, how long have you been there? And just in general, how long have you been shuffling? Uh, I've been in L.A. Oh, the rest of my like for born and raised in L.A., I've been there all my life. I'm 30 years old now, so it's like you know, 30 years in LA. And I've been shuffling now for about 14 years. So I started in 2009. So 
wow, like time flies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But um yeah, I'm still enjoying shuffling and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Yeah, man. It looks like you're you're very much immersed in the community. You, it, it it looks like you're very much um consistent with, you know, your participation in the community and just shuffling, growing as a shuffler. So, but I'm sure, you know, a lot has changed since you were 16 and whatnot. I, I do want to um, just ask you, like, what was life like before shuffling? Um, what were your interests that, you know, might have primed you to start shuffling and, and things like that? Um, well, I, I when I was like 18, around that time, we used to go to a lot of house parties back in my city. There was a lot of house, like flyer parties, we used to call them. And it was just a bunch of uh, just parties in the neighborhood, in the city. And they used to play like EDM, you know, Bloody Beat Roots, Steve Yoki, and all that stuff. And I was that guy, like, just watching everyone dance, you know, just hugging the wall and just uh, with a drink in my hand and just wanting to dance. But I never knew how to dance I have no dance background and that's until I met two of my friends from high school that we got way back they were like they were with me in elementary school and stuff like that and and they so happened to started learning how to shuffle and hung out with them and then you know they taught me shuffling was it um was it like the style that that um, now you are kind of into or, or what, what did that, what did their style kind of look like and why did you gravitate towards them? Or, or was it more just, I want to start dancing. I want to start shuffling. I want to start enjoying the music, um, that way. So I'm going to grasp onto any, any influence that I see, like what, what was their, um, you know, what was the appeal to mm -hmm. you? Um, it was definitely like, the way they connected with the music and I enjoyed the music already like because like I said like watching those people dance at the at the house parties and they just looked like they were having so much fun and now I just wanted to like, get in there you know and, and then once I saw my friends dance like no one was shuffling back in the days like this was like 2009 and they were like the first people shuffling and every time they would shuffle like a circle will form and people would ask like, what is that? And you have people cheering them on. And, and I was like, well, I like, I want to do that. You know? <laughs> I want to, um, inspire other people or like, just be that person, you know? So it was definitely a, just to enjoy the music and, and connect, you know, get into the action and, you know, yeah. Be a, be a curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. that's kind of what shufflers turn into, right? You know, it's like it's a, if you've never seen shuffling before, it's kind of a it's it's an odd sight, but it's interesting. And you know, people will start a circle, and you know, you'll be the center of attention uh, eventually. Um, no, that's cool, man. Uh, so when you first started, kind of what what did that? What did that look like? What what were the origins? You know, 
were you going to these parties and that was kind of like your practice ground or were you going to certain spots and and starting to starting to practice there was it structured was it kind of loose and you did it here and there like what what did your what did your initial first six months of shuffling kind of look like mm. um i was definitely like meeting up with my two of my friends uh meet up with my friends and just shuffling at their house and learning like the running men t-steps and we will all go to college together so like right after class we would like go to a park you know take a little speaker and and shuffle there and we would shuffle like throughout the whole day you know like shuffle after class and later on that night you know and then throughout the week we would go to a club like tuesdays and thursdays and even on the weekend so a lot of shuffling you know and then my first time going to a rave that's when like things uh progress you know but it was definitely linking up with friends and going to parks and and just practicing there did you guys feel like uh was it just was it just kind of having fun or were you guys dedicated to like progressing your craft like was it there was a competitive nature in between all of you guys or was it more just yeah. kind of hanging out no it was I would say it was definitely competitive because uh, there was one friend of ours that was really good. Like he never, I don't think he was ever bad when he shuffled. He was really good. And then my other friend was, he was pretty good too. So once I started getting into it and once I started like realize the styles and there's certain like T-step variations or like certain running mans you can do, we would all just like watch youtube videos and then we would like go later on go back to our house and just practice at, at our house individually and, and then in a few days we'll show each other what we learned and be like oh i'm learning this right now and and uh yeah we were just all because no one was really shuffling like how we were shuffling you know no one was learning how to like rock and like do these t-set variations and uh and then at l a at least uh we're like the in every house party we used to go to every everything like there was no one shuffling like us, you know, so it was definitely something that we strive to like like do like get better at, you know, it's like we would see our inspirations in YouTube, and we were just we knew that we were like there was still more to learn and still more to like strive so it was a it was like a journey you know yeah you were never capped out or you know um it was always the beginner's mindset of you know what else could i learn and things like that and you you showed me a lot of youtube videos of um were, were those like the initial uh inspirations that that you had um when when you were at the beginnings of your shuffle journey, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the videos you showed with me were, you know, compilations of people at like very early EDC, um, Las Vegas when I was still in the Coliseum and people really getting down and doing, doing some moss and different like Cali style and stuff like that. Um, was that kind of the style that you got, that you guys were, 
were going for and, and uh, was learning from from these shuffle videos? Yeah. Um, I th yeah, I think I, I s talked to you about like the We Dance Hard mm -hmm. yeah. and like Hearthstone Republic and Soul Faction. So when, when I first started shuffling, it was mostly just We Dance Hard for like the rocking style of shuffling. And uh, my inspiration for that was like Matt, uh, Hiltzy, Pei, and all them guys, uh, Brenton, you know. And then uh, once I, I met two of my other friends, Mozzie and Astro from AOH, uh, there's the ones that inspired me to do Moz. And, and that just opened a whole new chapter in my life of like shuffling. And that's where I learned about Hearthstyle Republic, Soul Faction. And, um, and that's where, you know, the Moz T-Step and all that stuff came from. I don't know if that was the same question. I was <laughs> no, 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 no. You're yeah. no, you're describing kind of uh, what you're, you know, finding your style and uh, and whatnot. Yeah. And um, so you started more with like a rocking style, and then you progressed into more moss. Um, right. Have you explored any other any other styles, or it's like did you just fall in love with with that with the, with moss? Yeah, I really fell in love with Maz um, just because my friend Mazi, he he was like the he was like a killer, right? And in, in the dance floor, like Maz, he was just so far ahead of his time that uh, every time he would get down, we were just like blown away. You know, we were literally like just be like hyped. You know, he was getting hyped because we were like, wow, you could do that. You know, we didn't know that was possible to do in shuffling because he would do like jumps and spins. It was crazy. And and uh, after watching him, I knew that like I just like the aggressiveness he brought out and the energy because you could feel it, you know, like Maz. You can feel the energy you put into it, like the aggressiveness and the power. And so that's something that really kept like captivated me in the style. So once I started learning that and started learning that your body is capable of like doing those hard stomps and like, so that's what really captured me and, and knew that, all right, like it's not just about uh, floating around and rocking and just T-step variation. You can also add this whole different element into shuffling, you know, like where you can add like a, like a wow factor you know, with your, with your style too, when you bring that energy. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I, I also think that cause just seeing you dance and then also seeing a lot of the, the videos that you linked me to, um, you know, rock rocking, you're definitely using space, but Moss, you're, you're using space in like a very swift way. Like you're taking that long back step and then you're, then you're moving forward. Then you're taking a long back step the other side. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's the part that's very appealing to me. And that's the part that I'm very excited about to learn from you, um, is just another way of using space, um, mm. on the dance floor, um, especially, you know, um, deviating from your rock a little bit and then going more into, into that style. That's, it's, uh, it's very interesting to see, um, if you have space to dance in a club, yeah. sometimes they get tight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, interesting too, having space in clubs. Um, definitely, 
just shuffling in clubs is a whole different vibe than shuffling like at a studio or or at a sesh. I feel like um, it's important to go out there to a club, you know, at atmosphere because it just has that energy, you know, it makes you want to go harder in the dance floor. And, and then you bring that to like a sesh, you know, you bring that energy to a sesh when you're dancing. So that's something that I, I, I'm realizing now, like when I was just out yesterday or a few weeks ago when I was at a club, I was like, yeah, I miss, I miss shuffling at a club because this is basically where I learned most of my style when I was, uh, when I first started shuffling. Mm. And it, it, you probably have more like gas, like uh, lung capacity because you're, you're riding off of the, off of the vibes and you're able to go a little bit longer because you don't even realize how tired you are. Whereas like, you know, when you're in a studio and you're just, you're just kind of grooving here and there, you don't necessarily, um, you can't always detach uh, the way that you detach when you're in, in a club environment with um, just your, your stamina, the need to take a break or, or whatever else, because you're, you're just going, you're waiting for like the end of that musical phrase, you know, to, to then take a break. But, um, yeah. you know, when you're in the club, you're just, you're just riding it as long as you can, all your friends are cheering yeah. you on and stuff like and, that. And the DJ too, you know, he's, he's playing live like a set and he's just trying to throw bangers after bangers. <laughs> so you're just like, Oh shit. Like this song's sick. Yeah. He's doing his part. <laughs> you got to do your part. Yeah, like, oh man. Like, hold on. Wait, I gotta go again. You know? So. Yeah, jump back in. Um, yeah, nah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and also like your friends are there at the club too, and and then you're seeing them get down, and you you get hype, so you want to go again, and it's just vice versa, and it's like all you guys are just sharing the energy on the dance floor, and it's just like it's different just being at a studio, you know, session for sure. And I don't know, I don't know if you you get this this vibe when you're at a club, but. When no one's, when you almost feel obligated to jump into a circle to like keep your space, like to keep your real estate, you know, because the yeah. moment that's that someone sees an open space, that it kind of gives them permission just to go in and sit there and watch the show. Right. But if someone's constantly in the circle and dancing, you're you're kind of um, uh, taking over that space to keep the circle going. So I know sometimes they're, uh, you know, I'm gassed and but there's no one else in the circle and it's like you have to do your part <laughs> to keep that that reserved spot for the shufflers to keep keep dancing and whatnot yeah yeah i i know what you mean uh yeah there's definitely like like for shufflers you know you see a little spot as soon as you walk in the club you see a spot and and it's like one of those things like where you see your like your friend, another shuffler, and then you both make eye contact and you already know that that's the spot to be to shuffle, you know? So it's like, let's go get that spot. And then we try our best just to go back and forth. But if it's just you by yourself, just even if you're not shuffling, just groove and just, you know, with the music and do a little bit of running mans here and there to know that you're dancing here. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's hard. You know, being at a club, there's not much room. Yeah, so it's important to learn, like, your space and the T-steps. And cause some people, like, um, 
only know how to shuffle this one one style, you know, where they take a lot of space. And it's it's important to... Well, I feel like it's more fun just to know, like, your, the, how much space you're taking, you know, so you can have a good time regardless if there's space or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe consolidate a little bit and get a little bit more intricate with your footwork or, or things like that and still have fun with it and then okay maybe i have a little bit more lateral space so i can rock back and forth right. or like front to back and things like that yeah yeah no it's very cool um i just want to I, I have a i have a um something that i noted when when you were speaking um that you kind of had this friend group when you first started and like you guys would go to the club and, and everything like that. And there was like a little bit of friendly competition and, and things like that. And it seems like, yeah, you had camaraderie um, through, through shuffling. Um, and I think that's a similar theme to a lot of shufflers, right? They, they get a, a pretty big, a robust um, social circle from this and they find some of their best friends through this. Um, what else has, has shuffling given you in that capacity? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you, you know, you're, you're now part of a community and you have a lot of friends from that. And uh, a lot of these people have been dancing with you for a while. But, you know, what else has, has uh, shuffling kind of brought, where else has shuffling brought value to you in your life? Um, we well, yeah, those those same people that I mentioned before. Uh, we started a crew. You know, and uh, having a crew, uh, being in, in that leadership leadership position, like um, having people like look up to you and lead them, you know, to like inspire them. Is there any other um, just facets of life or or areas of life where this has given you um, given you value besides just your ability to? to, you know, move your body in a, you know, j- the way that you want it, you, the way that you see it connecting with the music. Um, I had mentioned, you know, the, the camaraderie that you've built with, with other people. Um, I also know that you've been, um, you know, teaching lessons and stuff. So, you know, perhaps that it's given you, um, an ability to, convey information and, you know, instruct people, which, which could lead into, you know, other things than just dance, just communication skills and stuff. Like what other valuable things has this dance given you? Um, definitely my friends in the community, um, friendships and having an opportunity like to teach and, like to travel to events and having friends, not just in LA and Cali, but like Texas, here in Denver, you know, it's, it's a, the community. I, I would have never imagined having this type of community like 10, 12 years ago. And uh, now, you know, you can make friends anywhere in the US because of shuffling and you can, if you work hard enough and you're dedicated to to the craft, like you're, you can have an opportunity to teach as well, you know? So yeah, shuffling has brought a lot to me and I'm, I'm super like grateful about, about it. 
um, and it's a special thing that it's brought to my life. Like, I feel like it's not just something I do now. It's more like a lifestyle because when I wake up in the morning, I make sure I have a nice meal, make sure I I hit the gym and feel good and, and do some cardio because I want to shuffle later or something like that, you know, have a little sesh later and, and I constantly want to like grow as far as shuffling. So it's became more of like, of a, like, it's not just something I do, but it's, it's shuffling is, is me, you know, it's, it's not just something that I do now. It's, it's who I am, I guess. Your life is like centered around it and you're going to, your habits are going to be centered around it yeah. as well. Yeah. Even, I'm, I'm sure people can will resonate with this. Like even just a shoe you get, you know, the shoes you get, you're like, you, you before you even buy them, you wear them and shuffle in them. And then, or you see how this shoe would look or even the shoe, the pants you get, cargoes or like the baggy fits, uh, will look cool shuffling, you know, little stuff like that. It's it's just it's um it just becomes you, you know. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's shuffling has brought that for me. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it and it looks like it it guides you in the right path. You, you know, you the first thing you said was I make sure I get up and I eat like a healthy meal because I know if I'm going to like, I didn't say this part, but if you probably ate something that was shit for you or, or, or like processed foods and whatnot, yeah. you're probably not going to have the creative juices flowing later on. You're probably not going to have the energy levels that yeah. will give you a good, a good sesh. Um, you're probably not going to even want to hit the workout before you dance. Um, and that won't prime your body in the right way or get you limber or, or whatever else. So um, just the fact that you want to grow and and be a better dancer is, you know, you reverse engineer everything to get you to that. And to be a better dancer, you need to take care of yourself mentally, physically, even spiritually. You know what I mean? There's a spiritual connection to music, uh, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've, if you've ever just been on the dance floor and you're just hitting things that you've never hit or you're or you're putting things together that you'd never put together before just because like you're getting like this different type of energy or inspiration um, from the music, from the environment. I feel like that's spiritual in nature, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So you had also, um, you know, mentioned that throughout your shuffle journey, you've, you've had just much more of a robust uh, connection with music and, and with the people um, how has that progressed, uh, over, over time with you? Um, can, can you explain to me like, what does robust mean? Oh, robust, like, <laughs> uh, more, um, yeah, yeah sorry, man. Uh, sometimes my voc vocabulary is whack. <laughs> um, more, more intense, more, um, just more, uh, more rich, a more rich, um, connection mm -hmm. with, with the music. Um, more layers to it and things like that. How has that progressed um, over time with you? Mm. Just, I mean, I would have never thought like connecting with some of these people, um, some really good friends of mine, having like a, 
like a robust connection. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the FTS homies, you know, we would go, um, they invited me. I remember they invited me to the first time, like to an event called Side Tribe. And this event is like a three day camping festival of nothing but side trance nonstop for like three days. So we would like set up camp, you know, put our tents and, and wake up in the middle of the night or, or in the morning and just go to a side trance event. And that to me was like very special. And, and I, I never would have thought like connecting with people like that and f just because of shuffling, you know, and, and then it just, um, you know, gave me that opportunity to like connect with music and with friends on a deeper level, you know, because now we're out here in the, in the, in the desert or in the forest, just listening to music and just shuffling, you know, or, or just enjoying the music. So it was dope. And side trance. Yeah, I, I, I approve of this. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Were you at, uh, were you at dream state back in November? Yeah, I was at Dream State. Yeah, it was cool. Um, got to see the homie Marty get an FTS, and I forgot who else was got recruited in FTS. It was Marty for sure. Oh, and uh, Sebs, and the homie Sebs. So it was dope. There, shout out to them. Congrats on them. You know they they worked hard to get an FTS, and seeing them. Like the whole process of like how they how you get an FTS is is a dope. It's a special experience watching your friends that you've seen many years work their ass off, and then to see them be a part of something like that, you know, it's, it's dope. So, was Dream State their uh, their showcase more or less? Like uh, after the recruiting process, they you know they got in, and that was their first festival with with the fam. Um, uh, no, like I, I think, um, Marty and Sebs, they, they always wanted to be a part of FTS, you know, and they always hung out with FTS and just train with FTS and, you know, they're, FTS is a big inspiration, not just for them, but for a lot of people and, and just damn i forgot the question bro <laughs> uh, I, I was just asking uh yeah if, if that was their first um you know festival with the fts oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. family you know yeah. the um after after being recruited because I, I do know that that that's a big deal i just had um my friend brent on oh, uh brent yeah brent banister on and um he tried to get into fts like two two times um and you know, did, didn't make the cut. It didn't discourage him or, or anything yeah. like that. But I know uh, for a fact that it's highly sought after. Yeah. Um, and the just the recruiting process yeah. is robust. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I see now. I see how robust comes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely a, a like um, it's like a process. You know, like FTS is not just gonna let anyone in. Mm. Uh, you have to have like a connection with them, hang out with them and they got to see you like work, you know, they just, they want to see you progress too. They just don't want to like, 
they'll give you advice like and they want to see you actually like take that feedback and like get better and and see you just be out there and and doing work you know and i mean i wanted to be a part of fts too at one point so it's all good you know like um yeah so fts is they're they're really special group of friends and even though i'm not a part of fts like i still feel like i'm a part of fts um so it's all good you know for those who don't join fts like they're always welcoming they're always gonna show love and support so even if you don't make it up into fts or you know like just still hang out with them i'm sure just hit them up they'll still make time to hang out with you and have a sesh with you and um yeah eventually if you work hard enough i, I believe anything's possible and you can join fts so yeah i mean it's nice that they that their selection process is hard you know because they're they're qualifying and they're weeding out the people who actually want to be there so and i think that you can just respect that <laughs> at the end of the day you just have to respect it yeah uh, because you know there's going to be if it's a highly sought after crew and you know they're vibe checking everyone and making sure it's all good the integrity of that of that crew is going to be better you know uh, overall so but yeah man you're the extended fam that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, all, it's all good you know? yeah. like hey like migs even Megs didn't get to join FTS, so it's all good. So um, you were just talking about like how they'll they'll help you, they'll give you feedback, all all this stuff. You know, they're more or less um, you know instructors, and I think that's a, a great representation of of the shuffle community. It's it's very much just a open forum for how to get better on, uh, with the dance. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, give their time back and um you know help however they can to make for the people who want to progress you know there's there's never um a a small amount of shufflers that will that will help them out it's usually you know a, a lot of a lot of people who are willing to spread their knowledge and you're one of those people you've been doing a lot of classes you've been doing a lot of one-on-ones uh one-on-one -on -one lessons and things like that and i think you've made it a point to make shuffling more accessible, especially in in the style that um, that you uh, subscribe to, so um, how has that been? You know, how has that how has that journey been? Because I know I know for myself, it's there's like a lot of imposter syndrome, you know, that that goes into teaching. Like, you know, why why me? You know, um, like who am I to be? to be teaching X, Y, and Z. How has that journey been for you? When it, when did you start teaching and what has your experience been uh, ever since? Mm. I, I started teaching maybe like 20, I wanna say 2020, 2020, like around late 2020. And uh, I remember it was because of there was this whole discussion about like about like none of the OGs like teaching or like teaching the right form of moves like correctly or something like that. And none of the OGs were stepping up. 
so I was like, so I was like, all right, I guess uh, I'll, I'll do it. You know, I'll step up and uh, teach. It's something that I always enjoy teaching, even though I wasn't doing one-on-ones or like classes at the time. I, I always would teach like the homies, um, even homies from FTS, homies from my crew that I had, I would teach them like Moz, Moz T-Steps. And then when I would see them do the Moz or the Moz T-Steps, it would just made me feel like, it made me feel good, you know, because I'll be like, oh, he's getting it. And then seeing them like do it in their style or, or doing it and having a good time, having fun with, with that is just, I know that's something I enjoyed. So when that happened in 2020 and there was a, like, it was just the universe just being like, yo, like we need you, you know? So I was like, all right, I stepped up. I, I started doing one-on-ones. And even myself, you know, I, I feel you because when I first started teaching, it's it's a it's 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 a process of just like learning how to like break down things and like trying to give the best experience to that person who's trying to learn. You know, making sure you're teaching them correctly because you're the, you're the teacher. You know, they're looking at you, and and you have to like teach them properly, or else you're gonna like give them bad habits to like or not teaching them well. And, and then you just want to see them do good. You know, you just want to see them have a good time and, and excel in their style, you know? So yeah, I had, I had a hard time teaching too when I first started and, and just, I would say just with time, just keep doing those one-on-ones. Like you'll slowly start to realize because everyone's different. Everyone learns differently. And you'll see like what works for some people and what works for other people, you know, like other people learn different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, kind of what you, what you just said, um, you're, you're like almost taking responsibility for their progression. So you want to, you become more detail oriented in, in how you're articulating your thoughts and how you're conveying the information. It's something, it's almost like an attention of detail that maybe you didn't have with yourself. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit more serious because you want to see that person do, do their best. You want to see them, you know, do well. You want to see them take, taking the shortcuts that weren't available to you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And getting them uh, to where you are quicker, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And um, it's it's a good feeling when you when you can achieve that, and I'm sure you've you've experienced that when you've seen Definitely. a student of yours or students um, progressing at a rate that's faster than than you, or they're just incorporating your, um, the style that that you've been imparting on them, um, and you can see it in their dance. Yeah, uh, it's probably like a proud dad moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, now that you mention it, like if um if I would have had like myself teaching when I first started, like I would have it would have took off like years of of shuffling, you know, I would have learned what I know now like within a year or two instead of like ten years or fourteen years, you know. Yeah. And we had that too. People in the shuffle community where they got taught by really great shufflers and within a year or two they were just like really good really high level shufflers so um it's 
it's crazy. Now you have uh, these opportunities to learn from really great shufflers, you know, so. Is there is there anyone that you had taken lessons with um, that kind of did the same thing um, that like with what you're doing for other people at the moment, kind of giving giving you those shortcuts? Um, I guess it, in person, probably you know the YouTube videos that you're that you're seeing, and you know your friends, um, per, you and your friends progressing together. But is there any like one-on-one lessons that you've done or classes that you've done? Um, as far as classes, I never really took any shuffle classes, but, uh, I have had like some friends just guide me and, and just even just watching them shuffle. I, I, it's like breakthroughs where I'm like, oh shit. So that's how he's doing it, you know? And, um, yeah, it made me realize that, um, if you do like just a little small details and shuffling, you know, if you do a certain part with your body, if you add like a certain like move in your body where you're like adding not just your legs, but your upper body, like your core and little stuff like that. It, it just, those small details play a big difference. You know, that's what I learned from watching some friends and, and also when they give me like feet, like just give me feedback you know so it's crazy shout out to uh spaghetti <laughs> that's the homie right there uh watching that guy shuffle uh definitely helped me leveled up and as well as like the homie uh his name was armando also known as Gotti. like me and that guy when we first started shuffling it was just me and him we're like back to back just shuffling like he would do Maz, I would do Maz, and we would do like combos and we would go back and forth. It was sort of like that. I don't know if you watch anime, but it was like Sasuke and Naruto. Like I that. Seen it. <laughs> but it was we'll like. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, like a brotherhood. And then uh, we just leveled up because you had that other person that's like also enjoys the same style as you. And, and also, um, it's like keeping you in check you know yeah just by like proximity you know you're you're leveling up because either you're being inspired by someone and and what they're doing or they're giving you feedback here and there yeah or you're noticing something about them and you're giving them feedback but it's kind of rewiring how you're thinking about things yeah and um yeah uh so you you so you haven't had lessons per se or you haven't gone to classes per se but it's been like small little incremental um lessons that you've taken away just by hanging out with yeah. with the homies it, yeah. it never was you know maybe super intentional but just by being around them exactly. you were you were picking up little lessons here yeah, and there definitely and and also i would suggest like something to the listeners is just um, not to have so much of an ego to go up to someone you enjoy watching, you know, one of your favorite shufflers and just asking them, you know, like, Hey, I, I like, I like your style. Like, I like this move that you do. Like, how do you do it? You know? Cause I definitely did that like a lot when I was, uh, learning and that's helped me in my style. 
uh, just going up to someone and asking them, like, yo, I like your style. Like, how do you do that move? And and even just showing them that, they, they were, they felt like, they weren't like assholes and being like, uh, like, uh, like get away from me. You know, yeah, <laughs> they were, yeah. they were kind enough to be like, oh, thanks, bro. Like, that means a lot, you know, like, cause they know who I am. And even me being like a high level shuffler too, they, they were like, oh, okay. Like he, he likes my style. Like he wants to learn from me and they would teach me, you know, like it don't matter like what level you're at, if you're just starting or if you're a really good shuffler, like if you like someone's style or a move they do or anything, just go up to them and, and tell them you appreciate their style and how do you do it? Like, you know, and, and they might show you, you know? Yeah. I think, I think most shufflers have, um, have humility, you know what I mean? E- even, even if they know that they're good, they're, they're humble enough to just tell, just tell someone exactly how they got to where they are or, or, um, they can appreciate when, when someone is asking for that kind of knowledge but it's sometimes hard to be vulnerable, vulnerable enough to, to do that, especially if you don't have the right rapport or you, you don't know them very well. Um, but I feel like, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it's going to be well received. Um, and it's, it's typically always appreciated because we work on our craft, you know, we work on our craft for hours and, for it to be recognized, you know, we can recognize it all day, uh, but it, it hits different when someone comes up and takes the time to say like, wow, you're, you know, you're doing great. Or I loved, I love this part of your flow. Um, you know, how did you cultivate that? It, it, it's some kind of validation that you just can't get from yourself. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we're a lot of shufflers. I know a lot of shufflers that are really good that they're their own worst critic you know they're they're so hard on themselves i'm hard on myself you know like um when it comes to shuffling when it comes to teaching anything you know but and then having someone come up to you and and tell you like you're like your style or just random people you know at at the clubs or at festivals it's it's a dope feeling you know so yeah it's it's really amazing um I do want to switch gears because I know you have a class. You have a class to get to, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will be I will be joining you at that class. Um, but I just want to talk a little bit about uh, your experience judging. Correct? Um, like you were you were a judge yeah. uh, for the FTS battles. Yes. Awesome. Um, yeah, and I, I that's no surprise with with your experience, um, just instructing. Um, just your years of dancing in general, um, it's it's no wonder why they asked you to do that. So, you know, how was that for you, just in general? Um, uh, it was super humbling. Uh, super grateful they asked me, you know, they they asked some of like the really well-known OGs in the shuffle scene. Yeah, it was it was, it was dope. Judging a a shuffle battle is it's hard. You know, it's not easy judging, especially in the moment. Like 
I felt like in those rounds, like anyone could have taken anyone out. It wasn't like so far out that like this person just dominated that round. It was all the rounds were close, you know, and and I'm I'm, I'm excited for this year as well because there's a lot of good shufflers that are going to be battling this year. But last year, it, it was it was a dope experience because you had all the OGs judging and all the OGs they look at mostly like that clean like uh Melbourne shuffle or Cali or or Ma style, you know, they they're not really like all about the new um wave of like musicality and stuff like that. Like maybe some of them are but for the most part like most of the judges are like old school and and like foundation and, and stuff like that. But this year, who knows, like you that's uh, another thing about battling is like you just gotta know what the judge is like. You know, you just can't go in there and be a high level dancer and be like and you did really good but the judges don't recognize that, you know, because some judge they prefer this instead of what you're doing. So know your judges, know what they what they like and yeah you can you can take it you know that's a good tip for the listeners you know for those <laughs> battling maybe do a little bit of research yeah. on who your judges are what they appreciate you know what their style is um you know if they're using a ton of musicalities and, and things like that uh while they dance something to take note of and 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 things like that but there are there are quite a few judges right um for the fts yeah battle right last year yeah it was uh seven judges i believe it was me sky josh shelby glinda sky and donovan oh wait and uh j boy i think maybe eight unless i said i think you said sky twice okay (laughs) so yeah there's seven or eight i'm not sure but there's a lot got it uh that's a lot of research for uh for (laughs) the battlers (laughs) yeah no yeah a lot because j-boy's really good with musicality like he's a dancer you know he's not just a shuffler so like if you bring that aspect into shuffling like you're most likely to get his round and sky as well he's he's a really good like dancer not just a shuffler so yeah it's just taking note of that like okay like this judge is really good with this you know and and taking note and doing your research you think you'll do it again who uh do you think you'll you'll judge again me um well this year i'm battling so uh, okay <laughs> look out so yeah i'm, I'm battling this year uh sierra mizu and gribs are judging um shout out to them you know congrats on on judging the fts that's not an easy like thing to do and it's a really special accomplishment to be a part of that so shout out to them i'm sure they'll do great yeah they are yeah no they're all amazing dancers and they're very knowledgeable so i'm sure they'll kill it yeah but and good luck to you i didn't realize that's awesome (laughs) yeah I'm uh, pretty excited, uh, pretty nervous, because there's really good shufflers out there that, that join, and um, I'm just gonna do what I'm good at and 
and do something that I'm not good at, you know? So <laughs> it's like, so you can't be too comfortable, I feel like. And at a battle, you can't just do what you're comfortable at. You also got to do a little bit of what you're uncomfortable at and surprise people, you know, be like, oh, I never seen him. I didn't think he'd do that. That was, he got out of his comfort zone, you know? So it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to watch, man, for yeah. sure. All right, dude. Uh, this has been great. I've had a lot of fun talking with you. Um, but like I said, you got to get to a class and I got to get there too. Um, so we are just going to switch over to uh, the world famous final five. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so first question, what is your favorite music genre? Dang. Is it okay to have multiple or just one? <laughs> send it, send it. Yeah, I know. This question is, yeah, asking you to pick your favorite child. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Psytrance. Yeah. Psytrance is the one. Is yeah. our close second? Um, Techno. Techno would be a good one. I am just started listening to house because I just started like learning house moves. And house is... Uh, it's getting there, you know, enjoying the house. Got it. Got it. I do approve of the side trance. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next question. What's your favorite place to dance? Definitely the FTS studio. Uh, now it's called Flow Complex. So shout out to them. So if you guys have not yet followed, make sure you follow Flow Complex, also known as the FTS studio. And uh, we'll be teaching and having sessions there every Sunday. So, yeah. Dude, I missed uh, when when Dream State was over, a lot of people went to uh, the FTS studio um, to sesh. And I'm so bummed that I, that I missed that one. It's still, it's still on my bucket list yeah. uh, to go and groove with you guys over there. So, very cool. Um, what is your, next question, what is your favorite set, show, or festival you've attended? Mm, definitely Dream State, you know, just because I feel like everyone goes to Dream State, so it's just knowing that all my friends are going to be there, you know, it's like, I mean, the, the music is good, trance is good and all that, but definitely like having your friends in the community, like most of the community, like the heavy hitters go out there. So it's, it's dope. Yeah. That's a community showcase for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to my friend Mario, who was on the podcast a couple of weeks back and I just love, I love the energy that the shufflers bring to dream state as well. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about like, there's no one on the, outside of the shuffle circle with their hands crossed like this, you know, scrutinizing every move that you're making. It's no, they're hyping you up and they're just excited that you're there. And, you know, you're just connecting in a, in a, in a different way. And I really appreciated that about dream state, just the overall, um, where everyone was just kind of on the same wavelength, you know, and we were just there to vibe. So yeah, dream state is good to go, man. Um, okay, switching gears a little bit. Uh, what is your favorite book? And my favorite book, I would say Holes. You know, the movie Holes. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that movie. That book just stuck with me. 
because I remember reading that book and then they made a movie about it. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen it, or I think I was made to read it when I was like in, you know, high school or something, yeah, yeah. and I didn't. I like looked up the cliff notes, but um, what is it about? Just very briefly. It's just about a kid that got into some trouble and had to start digging holes, and honestly, like, I don't remember, but I remember it was a good book, and I remember reading it like every page so i would say hose but uh so far miguel uh what's it called miguel ruiz or something yeah like, miguel ruiz the, yeah, the four agreements the four agreements is another good book but i know hose just stuck with me when i was a kid but as of right now like um just a few last year i, I read that book and you know i resonated with that book too there's some good stuff in there yeah yeah no i agree that's a that's a really good self-help book you know and it tells yeah. a story uh as well which i think resonates better it's not very like textbook or anything like that yeah very cool man okay for the last question um if you could put any message on the main stage production of a big festival you know think tomorrowland or edc las vegas uh what, what would it say um uh, say plur, you know, peace, love, unity, respect. Um, that's something that stuck with me when I first started going my first rave. You know, I fell in love with the rave scene, and I fell in love with like the music and and the people in the rave, and I felt that essence of plur. You know, I felt that like people, all these people are just here for the music and to dance and have a good time. So, and shuffling was a connection with that, with that plurescence. So definitely plur, you know, keep that old school vibe, you know, that essence of rave and community alive, you know, so. It's a, it's a good, it's a good compass for how to behave and how to act in those environments. You know what I mean? Just like, okay, are you treating people with peace, love, unity, and respect? Right. Um, I think it's, it's values that ought to not die. You know, everyone says Blur's dead. It's like, no, well, we, we decide that. We decide just by how, how our actions are. Right. So, no, that's, I, no, I think that's, that would be a, a very good message um, to put on there. Thank you for sharing that. Um, dude, it's been great speaking with you. It's been <laughs> great meeting you. Um, and yeah, I just want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day. Um, you know, your, your vacation, you know, to come and do this with me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to share, uh, with the listeners, um, before we, uh, sign off? Um, I just want to thank everyone and, and thank you too, for having me here and, and just listening to my, uh, story, you know, my origin and where I'm at, what I'm doing, why I'm still doing this now. Um, and, and thank everyone who supported me, all my friends. It means a lot um, having you guys there and just watching me grow and supporting. Because without you guys, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. You know, I probably would have stopped a long time ago. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
love you guys and thank you guys for listening you know awesome man awesome man yeah you always got to shout out the homies (laughs) and your supporters your advocates the people in your corner um i'm sure this conversation has resonated with a lot of people who are listening um where can people connect with you uh after the show and you know learn more about you maybe follow your journey uh just i think instagram is a good place to if you want to keep up what i'm doing because i feel like that's where i post all like what i'm doing as far as classes or just posting videos of my shuffling so if you guys have not yet followed me make sure you follow me on makes can at makes can shuffle on instagram and yeah if if you guys are interested in doing one-on-ones i'm offering that and i'm also doing classes um in cali and also i might do a class out near you you know in, in, in a state near you so hit him up hit him up and uh <laughs> definitely definitely say where you're from and you know if there's enough demand maybe maybe that'll be enough to to get to another city and, and whatnot you yeah. know there's a lot of demand here in denver so and uh speaking of that we need we got a class to go to so it was such a pleasure man thank you so much for uh coming on and um yeah we'll uh we'll be kicking it here in denver for for the rest of the week but uh yeah this is us signing off now appreciate it brother thank you thank you for tuning in to the shuffle curious podcast if you've enjoyed the show please leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to tell a friend either i'm excited for you to join us in our next episode but in the meantime remember to keep dancing and stay curious